Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Hebrews 9. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the way that he created that we can be with you. Thank you for revealing yourself to us and allowing us to come to you through Jesus. Amen. Hebrews 9. Now the first covenant had regulations for worship and the earthly sanctuary. For a tent was prepared, the first one, in which were the lampstand and the table and the presentation of the loaves, which is called the holy place. And after the second curtain was a tent called the Holy of Holies, containing the golden incense altar and the Ark of the Covenant covered on all sides with gold, in which were a golden jar containing the manna and the rod of Aaron that budded, and the tablets of the covenant. And above it were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat, about which it is not now possible to speak in detail. Now these things, having been prepared in this way, the priests enter into the first tent continually as they accomplish their service. But only the high priest enters into the second tent, once a year, not without blood, which he offers on behalf of himself and the sins of the people committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit was making this clear, that the way into the holy place was not yet revealed, while the first tent was still in existence, which was a symbol for the present time, in which both the gifts and sacrifices which were offered were not able to perfect the worshiper with respect to the conscience concerning instead only food and drink and different washings, regulations of outward things imposed until the time of setting things right. But Christ has arrived as a high priest of the good things to come, through the greater and more perfect tent, not made by hands, that is, not of this creation, and not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered once for all into the most holy place, obtaining eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a young cow sprinkled on those who are defiled sanctify them for the ritual purity of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse our consciences from dead works to serve the living God? And because of this, he is the mediator of a new covenant, in order that, because a death has taken place for the redemption of transgressions committed during the first covenant, those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. For where there is a will, it is a necessity for the death of the one who made the will to be established. For a will is in force concerning those who are dead, since it is never in force when the one who made the will is alive. Therefore, not even the first covenant was ratified without blood. For when every commandment had been spoken by Moses to all the people, according to the law, he took the blood of calves with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the scroll itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant that God has commanded for you. And likewise he sprinkled both the tabernacle and all the utensils of service with the blood. Indeed, 
Nearly everything is purified with blood according to the law, and apart from the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Therefore it was necessary for the sketches of the things in heaven to be purified with these sacrifices, but the heavenly things themselves to be purified with better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter into a sanctuary made by hands, a mere copy of the true one, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf, and not in order that he can offer himself many times, as the high priest enters into the sanctuary year by year with blood not his own, since it would have been necessary for him to suffer many times from the foundation of the world. But now he has appeared once, at the end of the ages, for the removal of sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is destined for people to die once, and after this, judgment, thus also Christ, having been offered once in order to bear the sins of many, will appear for the second time without reference to sin, to those who eagerly await him for salvation. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. We're in the section of Hebrews that talks about Jesus as high priest. And as the writer has explained, Jesus is in the order of Melchizedek rather than Aaron and the Levites. So there is a change of the law, and he introduced the idea that the earthly tabernacle was just a picture of the true heavenly one. He is going into detail on that in this chapter. He starts by setting the scene of the earthly tabernacle. It had two rooms, but he describes each as its own tent. The first tent was holy, but priests went in there every day to offer incense and keep the lamps burning with olive oil. The second room or tent was very holy, and only the high priest would go into that room, and only once a year on the Day of Atonement, and he would take blood to make atonement for himself and for the people. He says the Holy Spirit was revealing things through these physical symbols. They were outward things and didn't really solve the sin problem. Jesus, on the other hand, took his own blood into the true holy place one time to solve the sin problem once for all. So he has become the mediator, the go-between of a new covenant. He talks about the need for a death. A will is only enforced when the person who made the will dies. So Jesus died to bring about this new covenant. He talks about the need for blood, that everything in the earthly tabernacle was cleansed by blood. So Jesus gave his blood to cleanse us. And Jesus only did it once, because his offering was final. The chapter ends with a reminder that there is a judgment coming, but Jesus is the solution. And now for a deeper dive. The Hebrews writer is giving us some clues about the original tabernacle. That it is a picture of the real thing in heaven. That it is revealing things to us, but it isn't the final thing. When you read the rules about the tabernacle, it is easy to question why all of this is in the Bible. But if we put enough effort into it, I think we will see some great meanings, some pictures of spiritual realities. Verse 8. The Holy Spirit was making this clear, that the way into the holy place was not yet revealed while the first tent was still in existence. He says, the Holy Spirit was making this clear. When you read through the Law of Moses for the first time, that may not be immediately clear. At first, it seems like a bunch of arbitrary commands. 
So we have to keep studying. The way into the holy place was not yet revealed is saying that the true holy place, the presence of God, the way to the presence of God was not fully revealed. It has been revealed in Jesus. Jesus is the way. Matthew 27, verse 51, when Jesus had died on the cross, says, And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook, and the rocks were split. So when Jesus died, the way to the holy place, the way to God, was opened. And that was symbolized by the curtain of the temple being torn from top to bottom. So, the way has appeared in Jesus. Now the only question for us is, do we want to be in the presence of God? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.